What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another Tanner Wilkinson podcast hosted by me, Tanner Wilkinson. We uh, we have our normal cast of characters. Tim, you want to say hello? Uh, what's up, everybody? Stan, what's the intro this week? Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> All right, very very timely, very timely. And as you hope can probably tell this. by the title, I hope I hope she sees this as well. Uh, as you can tell by the title, we have a guest, Brandon Ferguson. Ferg, say hello. What's up, guys? Super excited to be here. Uh, I'm I'm super excited. I'm ready to roll. Ferg has been uh, waiting uh, with anticipation all week for his big shining moment on the pod. I'm, and there's there's a pretty good topic to discuss, Ferg. Yeah. What, what was this topic, you think? So it was stop day at Mizzou. Uh, it's like the last day of classes. Everyone just, I mean, they get after it that day. That's the that's the day to get your beverages in and just a lot of a lot of adult beverages. Uh, Ferg, you said they go, they get after it. I think that might be an understatement for what we saw on Friday. I saw a lot of unnecessary consumption methods, to say the least. There was, there was a lot of stuff going on. Very, uh, very good way to put that. How many people do you think we were hanging out with uh, Friday? I think, I th- truly think there is at least a thousand people. At least. I've heard rumors of upwards of two thousand people. We talked to the homeowners. The next morning, we walked up the street and we were like, hey, guys, like, what do you think? How many people? They said, oh, easily 2,000 to 2,500. I mean, I don't know if it was that high, but there's at least 1,000, I would say. There were, you can, you can scour the internet for these videos of people, of how many people were there. I would say 2,000 people. Ferg, let's just, we'll start off the day or with the day. It's a Friday. We wake up. I got to go to work. I work from six o'clock to two o'clock so i get back everyone's already out on the patio of our neighbor's house everyone's having a good time beverages are flowing i come back shower get ready to go immediately consume a beverage in an uh, unorthodox way like ferg had mentioned uh and then ferg mentions hey we're going up the street to this party i I think you can lead this we had rumors of a wet t-shirt contest happening around three o'clock uh we like, like moths to a lamp, we were drawn to that. Right when you hear that, Ferg and I are in. Ears perked yeah. up like a dog. So we had all the intentions of seeing a wet t-shirt contest. But we walk up there, and I was extremely unprepared. I came with one. I thought we were going to be there for not that long. But needless to say... It was where you needed to be on Friday. That was the spot to be for sure. So we we head up there. We we have we're anticipating a wet t-shirt contest and maybe a party to break out. It's like when you go to a hockey game and you're like, you go for the fight and maybe there's a hockey game will break out. So we go up there. Ferg bring I I the the elder statesman of the group, the wily vet. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna need more than one beverage. Ferg walks up with one beverage. I got my nifty little Walmart plastic bag filled with beverages walking up the street. Uh, a wily vet move. We get there. I've only had one, I've only had one beverage consumed when I get there. So I'm kind of like fish out of water. I'm like, I'm around people who are way deeper into the intoxication scale than I am right now. So I don't know how I feel about this. But Ferg opened me up. We we were we we were boozing. We we uh, there might have been a handle or two being passed around the uh, the function. We walk in. We first walk in and we get handled. We get handed the 
probably the cheapest tequila like that money can buy. There's this, bottom this shelf. Even... There's like bottom shelf and there's stuff that like gets thrown on the floor. Like the extra, that was what that was. That was, that bottle's being kicked around down there. There were, there were rats scurrying around this bottle. That's how low class this bottle of alcohol was. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my life ever. So but, that's what we get. That's what we open up to. We, we see a couple, uh, couple uh, females, a couple individuals that are, we, we peruse, we, we talk to, and we, yeah. we turn around and there's a gigantic uh, slide, but water it's not slide. like, it's not, it's not supposed to be a water slide. It's like one no. of those big, it's like one of those big inflatable slides that you just slide down and they just put a bunch of water on it. So it was just, an, it was a nuisance slide. There was a bunch of gross water pooled at the bottom that they would slide into and just splash everybody splash everyone that was sitting standing next to them so you had to you had to create about a 10 foot like radius around it yeah there's it was the splash zone the splash zone and and the best part was no one would go down it for like 15 minutes so newcomers would come in and be like oh free area walk right into the splash zone so some somebody uh in the in the range of 200 to 250 pounds would go down the slide and just get everybody wet it was it was it was a tradition like unlike any other after about two hours, I realized how bad how bad I was actually going to get. And anybody and everybody that was wearing shoes, either they were completely soaked with mud or, I mean, people were walking around barefoot. I was just like, this is not healthy. This is gross. That, is, was that was not the, the function to be walking around barefoot. There was broken yeah. glass almost everywhere. Everywhere. There was a dunk tank in the yard next to us, like – I mean, this was the Wild West. We'll, we'll just keep going through this day. So we go there. We, we're, we're walking around. We're, we're realizing, that, all right, this is, this is going to be a thing. So we have to go back to get, to get more booze. And this is merely how many paces up the street are we, Ferg? Uh, it, it's a quick 27 paces. It's probably back to your house. Approximately 27 paces back and forth from location to location to where we're going. So we walk back 27 paces back to the original cribbo to get more get more beverages so we can go back we hit we hit the rendezvous spot we hit the rendezvous we hit the exofill so we head out <laughs> we we come back up and now there are more people there and the party is not only spilling uh into other yards but to the front yard also the kicker the house behind who was having the party is ferg's original house to where he was supposed to live in this year Which but now he lives in jeff city which will come into play in about it'll come into play very soon. <laughs> Keep that in your back pocket. Yeah. So we head back and we're like, we realize it. We're like, oh, Ferg, this is just your humble abode. This is where I didn't you were realize, supposed to live. I didn't realize it until I looked back there behind the slide and I was like, oh, this is the yard that backs up to mine. And I was just like, this is this is funny. So we we uh, we head back. Um, there was a there's we head back to the function. Probably at this point, about a thousand people there. Probably about half the amount of full capacity. So we we find our spot. We 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 you know you gotta you gotta mark your territory. You gotta get to your spot. Mark your territory. Mark our territory. We did. I'll, we'll we'll talk about that later as well. <laughs> we we figure out that our close personal friends, uh, Benny Buckets, Ben Norwine, and and Drew Holmes are there. So we have we have to have them come to the rendezvous point as well. So they we eventually meet up with them. Function still happening. Our close personal oh. friend Rob Cano is there. Do we want to get into this? Fergus frozen. I want to say 
I want to okay, say don't lose your friends in a party like that. Don't lose your friends in a party like that because there's absolutely zero cell service. There is like people are like walking down the street because people couldn't get like access to like their phone. Like people couldn't call anyone and you couldn't hear anyone. So there's like 2000 people to choose. We like there was no finding your friend if they got lost. Yeah, but, you, it was buddy buddy method. You had to go with a buddy everywhere you went. One of our one of our good friends. He's he's a little bit shorter than all the rest of us, and uh, he he uh, got up on this beard eye table, and he which was is, just, which is where this is where Rob presides. This is this is where he goes during the party. Is on either two places. We go on top of the table. Rob goes or, or to the ox. Yeah, there's two spots. So Rob is probably the best person to be alone at a party by himself there because we, he can only be in one of two spots so we yeah. see him up on the table first off rob's chilling on the table beautiful women with these just stunning women excellent women yeah. tries to bring ferg over to the table and we're like this is not what we don't we don't do this we don't get on the table this is this, the, is, the this table, is your jam not us the table was located directly behind the splash zone so like, people were still getting soaked on the beard eye table like it didn't matter you're getting soaked either way. The table was also the, if there's going to be water on it, it's it's wet wood. You don't want to be you don't want to be standing on wet wood. That's got slip possibilities. Yeah. And slip possibilities, it did. So yeah. we are going over there because we go over there, <laughs> get off the table, and just these guys get on the table and they're just shirtless. So it's just these like four shirtless guys and Rob with a Mizzou baseball jersey on. So we're like, we're obviously going to chirp Rob because he's our friend. So we're we're screaming. Rob, take off your shirt. Rob, Rob. So we're going, we go over there eventually. And right as we're about to like talk to him, somebody's like, hey, can you help me on the table? So Rob goes to like bend down to help this guy on the table. Rob is, I'm not a being rude, five, five, six, five, seven, a buck 40. This mm -hmm. guy was six, two, 195, 200. And uh, we'll just, he was a rather large individual. He he might have been on the football team if that can uh, if that can get the image just. So Rob tries to pull him up, but Rob weighing no weight, you don't. He didn't pull him up. The kid just brought Rob to the ground, and Rob just slipped and fell right into the into the mud. Just splashed down right into the splash zone. It was one of the funniest moments I've ever seen. Ferg, did you even witness it? I didn't even see it, but I heard from multiple, multiple people that they saw Rob fall and he was caked in mud, which is another fun, which leads into another funny story later on also. So we go, um, the, the day just continues to go on. Uh, we see Drew, we see Glenn. Uh, everything's like, we all kind of get separated. We all kind of go to our own paths and do our own thing. Uh, I think I'm going to tell... I, I see a girl that I've been uh, I've been talking to this individual. I'll say we we've had uh, we've had conversations. So I was like, I'll go I'll go up to uh, this this individual. I've had a couple beverages in me. I feel a little loose. I feel like I you know I'm in my bag a little bit. I turn immediately, slip and fall on the mud because it's you know thousands of people walking through there and there's a splash zone. Slip and fall immediately in the mud. Turn around and walk straight home. Don't even give this girl the light of day. Didn't even talk to her at all. So I go home and change. And I call up Ferg because I'm like, Ferg's the boy. Let's see what he's doing. He's like, I'm at my house. And I was like, Jeff City or like the place behind the party? Ferg's like, the place behind the party. So that's just one street over from us. 
So I walk over there. We're hanging out. We're having a great time. We're, we're taking stupid Snapchat videos like, like we do as, as intoxicated individuals. And I think this is probably where you, uh, you should probably take this away, Ferg. So during the party, I mean, in Colombia, you still have to, there's still COVID restrictions until May 12th. So this party had been going on for probably, I'd say, four hours. And then the cops show up. <clears throat> and they come back in the backyard and they say, you know what, everyone needs to get, get out of here. Like, we can't have you all here. This is, like, bad. <laughs> so there's, there's only really one way to leave that backyard. No one was going through the front. And unfortunately, the, the only path is th through a driveway that leads into our front yard. So I would say at this point, eight to 900 people through the back of uh, our yard. And that leads them onto our front yard, which the cops come through our yard and they're like, you guys need to get everyone out of here, like whatever. And so I, I don't think anything of it. Like what, what I'm going to tell 200 drunk college kids to get off of a lawn that I haven't stayed at in six months. So the cops start asking around. They're like, hey, who, who's the owner of this crib? And I'm like, uh, it's me. And uh, they're like, all right, I'm going to put you under arrest for public nuisance and uh, having a party. And I'm just like, okay, hold the phone. Hold the phone for a second. I am just standing here, minding my own business. This is not my party. There was a thousand people that you just kicked off that yard and they walked into ours. So this guy goes, I don't want to hear anything else from you. Come to my car, put your hands up on the front of my car and I'm riding you a ticket. So as this happens, as this happens, I see it and I'm like, what can I do right now? What can I do to, to figure this out? So I just walk up to him and I'm like, like I walk up to Fergan who's at the cop car with the cop. And I was like, Hey, I'm his ride. He lives in Jeff city. Like what, like what's going on? What What is happening? And they're like, He's like, get, get, get out of here. Like the guy, the cop was like yelling at me. I was like, okay, relax, relax. So then another cop comes up to me and is like, like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm this guy's ride. Like, what is, what's happening with him? And the guy was like, just go put your hands on the, on the cop car. So I have my hands on the cop car as well. And I literally, but like Ferg has it like on the, on the hood and I'm just yeah. being like a dick. And I, my hands are like on the passenger door. Like it's not even like where it's supposed to be. It's like on the window. And then, and then another cop just comes up next to me. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. Like I was just told to put my hands on the car. And they're like, do you live there? And I was like, no, I don't live there. And they're like, he's like, get, get out of here. Get to, the, get to the sidewalk. I was like, okay, all right, all right. So Ferg, continue. So after I get my hands up in my car, I'm like, dude, like, can I call my mom? And he's like, no, put your phone up on the front of my car. I'm like, can I please just like, I can't call my mom at all. He's like, no. And if you want to argue about it and touch your phone, I'll put you in the back of my cop car. And we'll, we'll take you downtown. And I was like, okay, I don't think you can do that. Like, I'm just calling my mom. I'm not posing a threat or anything. So this guy was being, he was being a jerk. And I'm standing there and all these college kids are, they are giving these cops hell. Oh, I am. We're all on the front me. lines of this. I'm literally like, Ferg is wearing a Travis Kelsey jersey, and for those of you, this is a this is an audio podcast, so you can't really see Ferg. Ferg kind of looks like Travis Kelsey if Travis Kelsey was like just shrunk a little bit. 
like yeah. a six foot version instead of like a six five version. So I'm so, I'm yelling at these cop cars. There are at least eight cop cars on the street, eight to nine cop cars, and I'm like, I'm glad we got the whole force out here to arrest Travis Kelsey. Good job, everybody. <laughs> Woo! And we just had like everyone because there was like 900 people leaving this party, and it's only Ferg of all people like getting talked to by the cops. So everyone else is just berating these police officers. I mean, I I was like, I was standing there, I was like. How am I in trouble? All these kids are telling you guys to fuck off and how bad cops are and shit. And I'm like, I get arrested for having tw- 25 people standing in my front yard at one time. So he, he gets done and I'm like, he's like, all right, I'm going to write you this ticket. Uh, you're going to have a court date June 28th. And I'm just like, do I really have to go to court for this? And he's like, yeah. I was like, well, okay, is that the only thing I have to do? He goes, no, it's a $500 fine. I said, what? He goes, yeah, you can plead your case in court, but as of now, uh, if you don't show up, you're going to go, you're uh, going to have a warrant uh, issued for your arrest and <clears throat> you, uh, you can be arrested and go to jail for that. And I was like, <laughs> at this point, I have no, I have nothing in me. I'm like, this is absolutely bullshit. This was a long day. <laughs> this was a long marathon of a day to just end here. Also, Ferg, now that I'm thinking about it, can we go to court with you? Like, can we just like yeah. witness this? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. It's to June 28th at yeah. 2. If anyone wants to uh, also the, show up. Make the trip down. <laughs> I'm sure it will be comical. But yeah, that was our day. That was our day on Friday. And yeah. kind of after that, it all just dissolved out. At that was, point, the morale was low. I was just like, <sighs> I wasn't going to let it affect me, though. Like, it is what it is at that point. So, Needless to say, that was one of the most fun days I've had. Ferg, I have to ask, <laughs> yeah. initial thoughts, what, where were your other roommates during this? They were just sitting on the porch. <laughs> Why were they the But you were the only one who got it for this, even though you have multiple homeowners there? Yeah, I told him that. He's like, he's like, well, you're the one that came up to me and said that you were the homeowner. So <laughs> he's like, you can either split it up between your roommates or uh, you can you can pay it yourself. And I was like, okay, dude, like, I've had enough. It's crazy. The funniest part of the story though was they were like, the the kids that were around me, they were like, free Travis Kelsey. What what the fuck did he do? And they were like, they were like, what's your name? And I was like, Ferg. And they're like, what? And I was like, Brandon Ferguson. And they were like, free, free Brandon Ferguson, dude. All cops are dead. Like, fuck the cops. And, and like, there, it was just, that was like, I was famous for about 30 minutes while I was on the car. But. Also, a, a side story to, to just like Ferg being a ret, like being detained or whatever the hell happened. Uh, one of our our good friends, uh, one of our good female friends has the initials MB. You guys would know who this is. But she, out of some, for some reason, comes and just is there. She just shows up. Like, Ferg and I see her, like, once a week at this point, like, just randomly. So she's just there. And, like, when the cop is talking to me, she comes over and is, like, trying to, like, pull me away and everything. I was like, I, I'm an adult, okay? Relax, first of all. I'm an adult. I can take care of myself. So we get like I go I go I walk away with her to like the, to the curb, and she's talking to me and she's like, should I go up to the cop and Ferg and be like, this is my boyfriend, I can take care of him, and I was like, <laughs> no, 
You definitely <laughs> should not do that. That would probably be the worst thing you could do right now. Just for, uh, under the influence of a couple beverages, I would say, talking to a police officer, and then a random girl comes up and just tries to explain that he is her boyfriend. Like, could you, her, what would be going through your head if that would have happened? I would have just been like, I would have just, uh, I don't know. I think I think it would have just started laughing at that point. Like the situation, <laughs> the situation was already pretty high stress, and if that would have happened, I, would have just I don't like, even know. I don't think you would have laughed. I think you would have just looked at her and just been like, "What, dude? Get out of here!" Like you would have genuinely would, be mad. You would have been like, "Dude, what are you doing?" That would have been a "what, dude?" moment for sure. That was when you told me that the next day. That that blew my mind. But yeah, yeah, that was it was. A, quite an eventful day do you boys have uh anything else to uh comment on or, or ask about this story lots of lots to digest right now i just i wish i was a fly on the well i can't say on the wall for this on the cop car i guess yeah that sounds that is crazy to me that <laughs> free travis kelsey <laughs> that was that's hilarious good. that was so funny that's good also, yeah. I was pretty, I was pretty sauced before I, I, that all happened, and then the cop came up to me, and I was like, uh, "I'm sober now. I have to, I have to uh, deal with this now." So you're killing it. You're killing it. Oh yeah, it. It. he killed it. He killed the vibe. He killed it. He killed it. He did. Do we want to? I think this is a good transition for our rapid fire uh, segment. Yeah, let's get after it. So uh, I say we just go me, Tim, Stodd, and we'll just r- rotate until we are, are out of questions. Is that good? <laughs> yeah. This will be right. good. Uh, first question, what's your favorite movie? Oh, uh, Rapid Fire. So this is going to be fat, like fast answers. Or you got to go quick, Ferg. I need, I need uh, an answer. Favorite movie? I'm going to go with. The girl with the dragon tattoo right now. That was a good movie. You believe in Bigfoot, Ferg? Uh, no, I, I don't believe in Bigfoot. How often do you wash your do-rag? <laughs> I've never washed my do-rag ever. You got to keep the – it's the special sauce. You got to keep the special sauce. Yeah. Uh, what's your second favorite color? Second favorite color, black. First Are you a hunter, hunter-gatherer? Uh, Hunter, Hunter, for sure. Um, have you been probed by an alien before? <laughs> I've never been probed, never. How much do you tip your barber? My barber, uh, I to put a five dollar tip. Five. Five, five, five yeah. How many snow Five. shovels are sold in the U.S. yearly? uh hundred just an estimation Hundred and fifty thousand. seems light two drinks favorite alcoholic drink. drink alcoholic we will preface this by saying ferg is 21 we're all 21 so we yeah. can get away with this it's okay uh right now bud light or voodoo ranger i like i started drinking voodoo ranger a lot Ferg, what color is math, and why is science green? <laughs> math, blue, because it makes you like, it makes you sad. Math is sad. That was a little uh, depressing. And what, what was the other one? Why is science green? Science is green because I don't know. Uh, 
The that's the color of excellent answer, Tim. You're up. What's your least favorite thing about humanity? Humanity, uh, having to get a job and work. That's the worst. Uh, for what would you do if you saw a penguin in the freezer? A penguin in the freezer? Uh, I don't know. Get it out, I guess. Good answer. Room, desk, and a car. Which one are you cleaning first and why? Uh, probably my car. Cause that's like, that's the thing that I'm in like most of the day besides my room. I'm not even in my room that much. So car would be. Gotta have a clean car. How would you get an elephant in a refrigerator? How would I get an elephant in a refrigerator? Uh, Put it in like a wood chipper or something and like (laughs) take the remains and put it in there, I guess. I don't know. That's a good question. Does it have to be alive? No. (laughs) Okay. That's my, that's what I'll do. Do you wipe backwards or forward? Right. Yeah. What can Connor McGregor do to beat Dustin Poirier? Maybe not show up on a mega yacht, come a little more focused, and talk talk some more trash. He was pretty soft last time. What are you gonna do if Connor loses? <laughs> I don't know. I probably won't. I won't cheer for him. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. Uh, if Connor doesn't win, I'll be really upset. I don't think we'll see him fight again. Over under uh, 10 touchdowns for Travis Kelsey this next season. Over. I'll put it at 16. What? What's your handicap? Uh, 15. What's your favorite hey. baseball brand? Favorite brand? Like, uh, yeah. Mm, I'd say Rawlings for, like, gloves and stuff, I would say. Yeah. For when are you going to get some Glacier Boy ice? <laughs> Glacier Boy ice. Ah, whenever I move to Atlanta. <laughs> when I move to Atlanta, that's when. All right, I think we give one more, and then we'll uh, we'll close out this interview with Ferg. Each person give one more question. Ferg, uh, who's yeah. your celebrity crush? Oh, Ana de Armas, probably. She's so cute. <laughs> She's pretty cute. What do wood and alcohol have in common? What did you say? What do wood and alcohol have in common? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what do you wood and alcohol have in common? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, they're both necessities, I would say. They're, that's what I don't know. Both what are these questions? What are these questions? Uh, Ferg, are you? My last question is: Are you ready to get to the studio when I get back to Como and we wrap a bit? Yeah, man, Zachy Chan's been asking when we're gonna when we're gonna collab on a beat or something. So, good, good. All right, that's that was my last question. Do we don't.
we really did do some funny topics here. We did. We did. Uh, I wanted, I want to uh, end this by saying thank you, Ferg. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for coughing into the mic that, that, uh, that'll pick up well. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, I think we're going to have more guests. I think every Sunday is going to be our little guest day. Awesome. Ferg, you should feel honored guess. leading us off. Yeah. First guest, Ferg. Awesome. Uh, I was, I'm really happy to be here and thanks for having me on. We'll have to do it again sometime. Absolutely. All right. First of all, I want to say thank you again to Ferg for that excellent interview. We, we kind of anticipated Ferg would be a great interview. You know, there's not many things he can't do that, that Brandon Ferguson five tool player, I would say. He's a jack of all trades. That's for sure. Swiss, Swiss army knife, whatever uh, other analogy you can bring up, but this is where we transition to what, what are we, what are we going to talk about? What's happened in the world around us? Uh, sporting world. We got, we had a big boxing match. Boxing is, is boxing back, Tim? You're our, uh, you're our, our combat sports expert. Is boxing back? Well, Canelo is just unreal. He's probably, yeah, I would say he's probably the pound for pound best boxer in the world right now. Um, he's like good at everything. <laughs> People were saying that Saunders is. Saunders has like a weird kind of bit of an unorthodox style and that that would give uh, Canelo a bit of trouble and didn't really look like it to me. <laughs> uh, he kind of just went through it. He just kind of drove through him like he does to everybody. And He, uh, he kind of chopped down the tree. That's kind of what yeah, I witnessed. The uppercut right on his eye. like the, And you can just tell like immediately right after he hit it, Saunders started like backing up and like just he didn't throw anymore. He just backed up and kept his hands up because you you knew you could just tell right away. What's crazy is Saunders actually until that point like he was doing pretty well in my opinion from what I was watching and like I even I think I saw the judges score they like gave him two or three rounds too or on the card like he was like you know he was holding his own I would say through six or seven rounds and then. It was those those later rounds when Canelo, like pre-match, said like eight and nine is where he will find his groove, and mm -hmm. well, eight. I think yeah, it was that, eight where he cut him. I think that Canelo's fights kind of go usually like like in that he gets him later in the fight or like mid like seven, eight, nine is when he usually like turns it up. You can tell, and then seventy-three thousand fans got to watch it. That's cool. Yeah, that was cool. Seeing all he's, he's pretty crazy. He's a huge draw too. Like the Mexicans love him, so he, he bring he has tons of fans. Also, yeah, probably Texas. the the second best pound for pound fighter behind uh, Logan or uh, Jake Paul. Obviously, that's our <laughs> unanimous pound for pound fighter. But yeah, Can Canelo, I had I had thirty on him to to win by TKO or or KO. So cha ching, cha ching, baby. That was an easy one. Stad, do you have any 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 money on that? No, I didn't bet on that one. I was going to bet on the UFC, but I held back. I'm down. I'm down some money, so I'm just going to play patience right now. <laughs> patience. We don't, we don't Marathon, judge. not a sprint. Marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. Um, let's see. We also had big news coming out of the horse racing world. <laughs> as what Tim? Do you know what happened? The horse was taking steroids. I don't even think it was steroids. It looks like he tested positive for 21 P 
picograms of anti-inflammatory drug. Which is has the horse commented on this at all? Does he said anything about this? The horse has not made a comment yet. <laughs> Silence <laughs> speaks volumes. <laughs> I think the I guess the horse's trainer is like notorious for being a little shady. I thought I think I saw a tweet saying that he's like an in, like he he's like been questioned ethically like for ethical stuff before. I think, and a lot of people are talking about is it okay to give a drugs to horses and should is horse racing should it even be a thing and <laughs> i just imagine this is like a ryan braun situation where the horse just comes out and is just so mad he's like i didn't test positive this this guy messed up my test all right i'm the winner i'm the champ it was my jockey not me dude <laughs> the fact that the horse hasn't come out and said anything is just preposterous like you're you're the center of attention of your whole industry you're not going to say anything about it not my derby winner. Not my derby winner. That's all I'll say. <laughs> now, do do they make people pay back? Like, how does it work with money here? I'm assuming you just keep it because I wouldn't give money back if I had won. But yeah, I don't know how you you can't just yeah. ask people for money yeah, back either. Yeah, you really can't. Yeah, <laughs> people. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> You're like, no, get away, get away from me. It's my money. Do we want to? Are we? Should this be? A, this is probably a good transition into. Our what did we learn this weekend segment, a returning segment. Officially, Todd, you want to start us off? Sure, I have two. Do you want me to do two now, or do one and then come back? Do around? them all. I think we just okay. do them all. Okay. My first one was well, it's Jerry Jones World, and we're just living in it. We learned that yesterday during the boxing match hosted in AT and T Stadium, Cowboy Stadium, seventy-three thousand fans, third biggest, I believe, boxing match in history. The other first two were Joshua fights in England, and it happened May 9th in 2021. Now, if someone told me six or seven months ago, even maybe almost a year ago, that we would be having the third biggest boxing match in crowd attendance history in May of 2021, after all that's been going on, I'd be like, you're crazy. But Jerry Jones, he works harder, and it's just his world, and it's Jerry's world, baby. That's what I learned this weekend. And the second thing I learned this weekend, DK Metcalf is a bad mofo. I think that he, he finished ninth in his Olympic qualifying race. But I think if you look at it and you realize that he had like 60 pounds on all these sprinters, that's, that's pretty impressive. And he held his own for like the first 20 yards before he got a little tired. But I think it was an impressive showing from DK Metcalf. So what we learned is I think he's going to be a bad mofo for like 10 years to come still. That was my second one we learned. I mean, Tanner, what did we learn? Uh, I got a couple. I got a couple. Uh, Steph Curry, poser. This is my take. Steph Curry's a poser. Hear me out. Shooting threes are cool, right? How about a mid-range jumper, Steph? One trick pony. All this guy does is shoot threes. He shoots 23s a game. How about get to the rim? How about you shoot a mid-range jumper? Get to the elbow. Do something cool. Just shooting from all this way, all the way out there. It's not cool anymore, Steph. Get to the rim. Get to the elbow. It's one thing I learned. <laughs> Canelo Alvarez. We just talked about it. He's about it. He's about that life. Did you see that uh, interview afterwards when the guy tried to call him out and he just said, yeah, like, shut the fuck up, get out of here. Canelo learning English has been hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's about it. Also, Doge. Moon collision course. It's going to the moon. I mean, it was down to like 45 cents today. It's, it's already back up to 55 cents. 
I got to look at it now. It's my favorite thing to do is just check Doge daily. It's like, do I still have money? I do. I have money. It's up to 56 cents as we speak. This, this, we will see Doge reach a dollar. That is my bold prediction. We will see Doge to the dollar. Tim, what do you got? Uh, well, my first one, I have two. Uh, my first one is Donald Cerrone uh, may need to think about uh, hanging, hanging it up. Uh, Cowboy, as he's known, is 0-5 in his last five, with four of them being by TKO or knockouts. Um, he, the One of them got overturned, I guess, but it didn't change the fact he got knocked out. Um, but yeah, he is, he's not in a good spot right now. Uh, I hope they give him like a layup one, just some, another old guy, hopefully that he can beat. And that's his last one. And he retires with a win, but I don't think that'll happen. Uh, Before you go to your next one, are, are there that many layups available for, well, they were going to have him fight Diego Sanchez, which is about as big of a layup as you can get in my opinion, in the UFC. And then the whole thing with Diego Sanchez and his trainer came out and yeah. uh, uh, he's no longer with the company. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so he's not even on the roster. So this was actually a short notice fight for the other guy. And he came out and knocked the cowboy out, which is impressive. Uh, and then my second one is uh kingsley coleman is a winner plain and simple the dude has byron won their ninth uh bundesliga in a row and they he he has 24 trophies and he he's like what like 20 he's like he's uh, he has like a ridiculous amount of trophies he played at psg he hasn't but he hasn't played he hasn't played a pro soccer right he hasn't played a pro season without winning a trophy yet in his career. He has, yeah, I think he has more trophies than years lived on this earth. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> and it, they're all, it's all on a row too. It's just year after year after year. He was like 17 on Juventus, goes to PSG, goes back to Juventus, goes to Bayern. They, the, those teams are just monsters in their, in their yeah, country. Those, yeah, yeah. He went to like the three teams that dominate their league. So, Juve and PSG are both well, I don't think Juve can't Inter won the Serie A and I don't know how PSG is going to finish but this year they're struggling but in most years they run the league especially PSG Bayern going to be Bayern that's all that's that's also what you know from the weekend Bayern will uh, continue to be Bayern and keep winning um, hopefully Lewandowski breaks the record here one more major thing I learned this weekend this week is that I think Jimmy Butler and Rachel Rachel Nichols might be having a relationship. As we saw Carly Anthony Towns and Jimmy Butler in their game, the Wolves versus Heat. Jimmy Butler, his infamous departure from the Wolves, has him and Carly Anthony Towns a bit sour at each other, some would say. And you can see, this is why the no fan sometimes is funny because audio, we could hear very visibly or audibly <laughs> That probably Towns was saying, like, call Rachel Nichols. Go give Rachel a call after Jimmy kept calling him soft as, like, baby shit. So, <laughs> well, you I know why he was saying that, right? 
because the whole the whole story of like how that practice went down was afterwards he just beat the tar out of uh carl anthony towns in practice with like me you and tim on his team and he immediately just was like i'm so high on life right now that i just beat like one of the best basketball players ever with a bunch of nobodies that i'm just gonna call rachel nichols and just tell her the whole thing and she's gonna come and interview me about it because i'm just jimmy butler and i'm a bully that's why he said that but also i didn't know if there was some mistress stuff going on here or something no, Rachel Nichols uh, is not banging Jimmy Butler on the low, is what I will say. All right, well, I didn't learn that this weekend, then. That's not what we learned. <laughs> Carl Anthony, you did learn it. You just learned it this weekend that it's not happening. True, true. Also, Carl Anthony <laughs> Towns is a big baby. Carl Anthony Towns is a big baby. I wish he, he doesn't. He, he, I hate Carl Anthony Towns. An anti-cat segment. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, it's like in our, it's like in our UFC podcast when we have to end our UFC podcast with our John Jones segment because it's it's John Jones. I'm not responding to that. <laughs> All right, I think this is a good place to wrap up. We'll have another episode out this week. We're gonna be shooting for Thursday again. That's when we had it out last week. We're gonna probably do Sunday Thursday. I think that's the way that everything's just gonna work itself out. Boys, it's been fun. It's always good to have you guys on. See you later this week. See you, everybody. I be coming in peace, but fuck me. Best beware the others is shit deep. Undercovers creep. This southern heat make them bearable. Summer just last week. Send your mama weep. Crying cause she don't want to bury your brother. The blood leaks. Why the EMTs gotta carry her baby like surrogate mothers? Whoa. Thank God we survived around with a terrorist hover, though traumatized, wouldn't trade it for nothing through hard times. It was there I discovered a hustle and making the best out of struggle. I kept grinding to the step, but level respect mine. Gotta stay out of trouble, cause tech nines like the air rebuttals. Cold world niggas knowing what it is, just in case they don't, I show them what it is. This summer I do real numbers, couldn't dead touch it if they sold a double disc. Black hot niggas burning up the street, shots popping and we heard it up the street. It's a war, niggas running up the score. Jesus said that you should turn the other cheek. Once this niggas getting murdered every week. Dead bodies smell the older industry. My homie, homie got out on parolees on my Coca Cola in the soda industry. Summertime, bring the coldest winter breeze. Hella blues like the roller 60s. Christ went to heaven, age 33, and so did Pipsy and so did Nipsey. I told you. I told you. This shit can go up, it can go down. I don't give a fuck. Nigga, I done seen the highest heights. I done seen it twice, and I seen the lowest of the lows, and still I rose. Now I'm at your neck, nigga. Yeah.